Hey, this is RJ Thompson uh, with the School of View podcast. I'm sitting down with uh, Maria Kugris-Pappas and uh, Justin Jennings, and I'll let them introduce themselves in a little bit more detail. Uh, Maria, we'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do here in Youngstown City Schools. Well, I'm currently a the chief of core curriculum in the school district. Um, prior to that, I've been an elementary principal and a central office supervisor for many years. I um, led the district's gifted and talented program and um, just excited to be part of the transformation now. Cool. Justin, a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm the incoming CEO here. Um, I'll start August 1st. I don't know when this is going to air, so I'll start August 1st. And uh, originally from Michigan, so I was a superintendent in Michigan and a principal and a teacher in Michigan for about 19 years. I've been in education for about 20 years. Okay. Welcome to Youngstown. Thank you. What do you think so far? Hey, I, I'm, I'm still discovering. <clears throat> I'm still getting a little lost and just kind of driving around. So we've, <laughs> we've been looking for a house um, for oh, about three weeks now, so everything okay. kind of happened pretty fast. <clears throat> the uh, the first podcast we recorded with uh, Lily and her father, Daryl, Daryl said it best, life is the best teacher. So have fun getting lost right. and, and navigating your way back to civilization. Right. <laughs> it's been an adventure. I've been, I mean, Canfield, Boardman, yeah. and Youngstown, and just everywhere. So it's been, it's been an adventure. And, and you brought your family with you? Oh, uh, you know what? My family is no longer with me. I, my family is old. My son is 26. I have a wow, two-year-old okay. grandson. Okay. And my daughter is a sophomore at Michigan State. So it's just, wow, okay. yes, I'm an empty nester at home. <laughs> That's great. Well, uh, welcome welcome to Youngstown. We're, we're glad to have you. And uh, we're certainly looking forward to uh, the new school year and, and your, your tenure here. Thank you. So, I'm excited to be here. Um, so we're, we're meeting under the, the concept of, of the school of you. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Maria, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the School of You is? Well, um, the School of You basically is a spinoff of City of You and uh, the concept that you make this city, the branding, of course, that you brought to the city of Youngstown. And I really wanted to drill this concept down to the, at the grassroots level so that um, educators, families, students really become invested in understanding that they are what make up their school. Only they can make it a better place. So it just so happened that when you were being honored in Columbus, Nick Santucci was in the audience. Right. So he emailed Justin about School of You, I found out later, and then Justin knew about it before I had a chance to talk to him about it. So I said, I would just love you to embrace this piece, you know, as you come into the city. And Justin said, I love it. And it was just the perfect answer. So I think that um, if he can accomplish that, if he can really get the staff and the students to own our transformation and to really believe that it's up to them, I think we will have succeeded. And I think we have the perfect person to lead it. (laughs) What do you think? I agree. I, <laughs> I don't know about the perfect person part, but I agree. I mean, I think this is a concept that, that has to happen um, with all of our, I call them scholars, I don't call them students, with all right. of our scholars and their families as well, because they have to understand that they are the district. I mean, we, we're people who work here and we're here to serve them, but they're the ones who, who make the district what it is, whether, if, if they want it to be positive, that's what we put out there. If they want it to be mm-hmm. negative, that's what they put out there. And right. that goes from social media, that goes from just talking <clears throat> to your neighbor, it goes through walking through the store. 
store and coming into school every day. Yeah. The, so I, I appreciate you using a, a, a synonym or a different word for the students. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, cho- why scholars? What, what is it about the, the meaning of that word that kind of changes the perception? Well, well that's exactly what it is. I, I always use the word scholars because when, when sometimes when you're in an urban, well, not sometimes, when you're in urban school districts, there are negative connotations not only from, from administrators, teachers, or, or families, or the community, but you, you've never heard of a negative connotation with scholar. You never heard of right. somebody saying, oh, that's a dumb scholar. I mean, a scholar <laughs> is somebody who, who who's pursuing scholarship, and that means they're right. always willing to learn. So I, I think that if we start with that vocabulary, we kind of change the mindset. I've always been of the mindset in turnaround work. Turnaround work is not about changing a school district. It's about changing the mindset of a community, and this mm-hmm. is this initiative is perfect for that concept, changing the mindset of a community. <clears throat> Maria, so yeah. Ju- so, Justin, do you think that the School of You, um, as we launch this, that it would help develop a growth mindset in our students and our staff? I think so, because it, it honestly gives them the, the honest of the district belongs to you. Yeah. It's not, I mean, for so long, it's it's like whether it belongs to a school board, whether it belongs to a CEO, whether it belongs to a community, is, is a separate, we separate each other, but together we can make it work. But if, we, if we're doing it where it's always the administration or always these people who are doing it, you, you don't have that togetherness. Right, and, and that's one thing that I like about this is it's it's really about the heart and soul of the school community, um, and it's not a top-down initiative. It, mm-hmm. It's grassroots moving upward. Right. And, you know, when more people are involved in making this what it is, and it's not a top-down hierarchy, right. the the storytelling is more potent, the impact is, is more present, and... Um, you'll be able to see that in in the classes i mean the it's it's so empowering in that respect and and when they take honest of it they they will buy in more because yeah. it's, it's their it's their process and it's not just like you said it's grassroots Mm-hmm. One of the one of the things that I had asked in an earlier podcast was, you know, what what's your version of of Youngstown City Schools essentially like? What what is this? What is the version of the school district that you need in order to thrive as as an individual? So uh, I asked that of the student, and you know, she had a really compelling story where she had an interest in anatomy, uh, where her peers had no interest in anatomy whatsoever. And that particular interest was cultivated here by her teachers. Mm-hmm. And um, now she wants to go to college for it, and it's all she thinks about. <clears throat> On the other side of that, you could I asked the same of, of her father, and he's like, I haven't been in a school since I graduated. <laughs> and that divide, that, that kind of rift, is, I think, really important to identify because we want to bring those parents into this as well. Um, I think the most beautiful thing that we got out of that particular interaction, Maria, since you were there, was the father is learning from his daughter and vice versa. So he's the one that said, you know, life's the best teacher, but he's, he's instilling these, these things into his daughter, what he's learned the hard way. Mm -hmm. And she's like leaps and bounds of where he probably was when he was in high school. And it's just really exciting to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I loved, I loved listening to the story and she wants to become an anesthesiologist, Justin. And he said, I didn't even know what that was. Yeah. You know, she had yeah. to explain to her dad, you know, those are the people that before you go into surgery, they administer a drug that, you know, puts you to sleep. And, mm-hmm. 
and um, it's such a, a such a niche kind of uh, interest. Right. Yeah. But it, it, that family dynamic also goes back to, to our school. It's that family dynamic. It's about having trust and communication. You have to. Tr- I mean, the parents every day they trust when they they send their scholars here. They were going to do everything that we can to make sure that they learn. But there also has to be communication when there when there's that gap in the communication, whether it's from the community or whether it's from parents. That's when the trust doesn't work because now they're not trusting what they what they they're actually doing it. And what you said is a is a great uh, example. If you have a parent who's not in the building, they're only going to trust what they hear on the social media. Oh, there's fights there right. all the time, and they're doing that all the time. But when they're physically in the building, they can be the one, like we talked about in the community, they can be that mouthpiece. Like, nope, you know what? I was in East last week, and there were nobody. In, there was nobody in the hallway. I just saw kids learning. So right. That that makes a huge difference. Um, they're your advocates. You know, uh, a lot of this is about re. You know, reinstilling advocacy with with the not just with the parents, but with the community overall. You know, I think about, um, so my daughter's four. She's not going to be in high school anytime soon, but I make it a point to stay active in, in what is going on in my school district, and I volunteer my time, and, you know, uh, I'm observing. So it's like I see what is happening now, and maybe it'll be different later, mm-hmm. positively, maybe negatively. But um, nevertheless, uh it's you know getting those community stakeholders to to come in here and have some investment i think is also a very powerful tool in your toolbox how do you do that how do we get how do we get folks that believe in in Youngstown City Schools but don't have students in the district to participate well i think we have to radiate excellence and i just think you know i think that Justin's whole um, syntax with with a scholar piece that alone is going to set high expectations I think for our students and our entire community and I'm thinking he's also going to really add a lot a huge piece to our scholar athletes Justin um, tell us a little bit about your athletic past <laughs> well I, I- Played professional. I played college basketball at Purdue University. Played professional basketball overseas in the NBA for a while, and then kind of injury kind of caused me to, you know, go into education. <laughs> so it's not a bad thing, but 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 I, I think that I always use that as a um, springboard to conversations with, with our with our scholar athletes and right. with our with our scholars. Period. I think it's it's important for people to for them to see that you know someone was like them who made it, and you know, and now just doing something su- successful. I always get my shameless plug with. Uh, getting them to go into education doesn't always work but but it's nice for them to even to have that in the back of their minds um what was your injury i I had like four back surgeries oh my god disectomy so that's that's significant yeah (laughs) wow it was Uh, i got to a point where the doctor was like well you can have surgery again and you can play basketball a little more and not be able to walk when you're about 45 or you can Mm -hmm. stop now and be able to still uh sustain life pretty good so i I decided to walk away um i have a i have a a friend of mine who played uh uh, played college football for university of pittsburgh Mm -hmm. And he was in a similar situation where he was being, uh, you know, uh, scouted for for professional football. Mm-hmm. It was looking really good, and he got into a car accident, and it threw his life through a loop. And what ended up happening was, uh, despite all of the the pain and, and doubt and 
all of the negative things that come along with an injury like that, um, he was able to completely redefine who he was, and he's grounded in education now. Um, so, you know, your story is uh, certainly more painful than his. <laughs> he just had a leg injury, but nevertheless, like, uh, I, I see those kind of moments as, you know, being, despite painful, like, it set you on a completely new trajectory that you maybe never even thought you would be on, and that's inspiring. And, and Maria, I absolutely agree with you. That is a story that, that needs to be heard and told because the likelihood of, of that story happening to some of the Youngstown scholars, it's there. It very well may happen, and they need to be able to pivot if and the time comes. let's be honest. I mean, all kids really don't like school. But yeah. many of those kids, athletics is their ticket. You know, Justin, do you think you would have gone to college? No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a first generation sports. college mm-hmm. graduate, and I, I have three older, oh, I have two older brothers and a younger <clears> sister, <throat> and I'm the only one who who has a college degree. And neither one of my parents did either. So it was, I mean, it was a vehicle for me to use basketball and not let it use me. And that's the, that's the message that I always try to to tell our young scholars. I had a chance actually in this room yesterday. There were a, a couple graduates who grad I think there were three uh, football players and they were going through the NCAA clearinghouse and I asked them some questions I'm like hey so what are you gonna major in and they were kind of looking like so you're going to college to play football but you don't, you don't know what you're gonna major in right. you didn't realize I mean even the LeBron James the Kobe Bryant's the uh, Emmett Smith I'm dating myself the, <laughs> they, they have a 10 to 15 year span and if you if you think about it when you get done after 15 years you graduate when you're 20 you're 35 you still got 35 years of life left right. and money I mean the money you make is not going to sustain you for the rest of your life because there's other factors you take into account when, when you you know when you, you have a minority student out of, out of the out of the inner city I mean they're going to go in they're going to buy their mom a house they're going to buy everybody a car mm-hmm. now you're 35 and you made that hundred million dollars and if you're lucky mm-hmm. and you're 35 and you don't have anything left right so you have to sustain life so yeah that that's unfortunately a common story there I yeah. believe too that common. too I, common I believe that I mean just on a personal level um, through stories my dad told me he um, he was a very good football player he went to YSU on a full football scholarship and <clears throat> he didn't like school but he loved sports so after the season, he stopped going to class at YSU. And his mentor, just a man that supported him in the stands and wanted him to succeed, somehow heard about it. And my grandparents were Greek immigrants. So my dad was also a first-generation college student. And this man got, had a meeting with my grandparents. They told him how talented an athlete my dad was, but that he wasn't going to school. Here, my dad got a job in the, sh- the, the steel mills, Youngstown Sheet and Tube, and loved having some pocket change. So, and my, my grandparents, you know, they didn't know any better. So this man picked my father up every day for school and took him just until spring, when they got into that spring conditioning mm-hmm. period, because then he was, you know, he got him through that period. And my dad told me that he didn't think he'd ever have gone to foot to college if it weren't for football. And then this this man that that really salvaged the situation when he almost became a dropout that year. If it weren't for those two factors, he probably would not have finished college and gone on to become a teacher. So um, I truly, truly believe in athletics. I think the School of You is going to help inspire excellence with our athletics 
and with our, our scholar athletes. Well, your father's story is an exact case in point of why the School of View is so important uh, because the community was invested in him succeeding so that he could create more good for the community. So it's perpetual, it's cyclical. Um, and, you know, if we, can, if we can do that with the School of View, then great. I think that's already happening here in the city schools. So hopefully we can augment that. Yes. Yeah. That whole village. And, and it's important for us to be able to reach everyone. <clears throat> I think sometimes we get wrapped up. And I always say this. I'm an athlete by trade. But we get we, we miss out on some of the missing students. Like my, my daughter was a phenomenal student, but she wasn't an athlete at all. But she was she was really into the arts. And before I got to the last school district I was in, and I didn't do this because of my daughter, I really invested a lot of time and a lot of money in the arts, even my own money, mm -hmm. making sure that the, stu the students who stayed after had something to eat, their costumes were there. So it's not just about reaching a certain level of students because, when, I mean, you, we keep, be honest, when you're in an urban school district, athletics is, is, is the key to sustain most districts for a long time who've been right. struggling because when, when the resurgence happens, you have athletics who you have, may have a good football team, good basketball team, good rugby team, and it brings people back because now they have the chance of getting a scholarship. But there are so many students who they aren't athletes and, and they still they still have the ability and, and special things that they can do to even enhance the district. So, I mean, you're looking at the arts. You're looking at just different things like that for our scholars to do as well. And to be the best they can be. Absolutely. Well, I think we'll go ahead and end it on that point. Uh, certainly, uh a strong point, nevertheless. And um, actually, let's end it on this. So, Justin, um, you're you're new, so I'll I'll rapid fire a few questions for you. No the first of which is, uh, you know, what are your what are your goals for the upcoming ap academic year? So we'll start there. Right. Well, I mean, as always, we, we want to see our scholars improve. We, we want to see them improve in every area. We want to um, make sure that we have a professional development for our teachers, our administrators, and make sure that we're all on the same page and that we, we really want our, the community involved in what we're doing. I think that's so important. More important than anything else is to get them involved, the business people, the university, the mayor, everybody mm -hmm. who has the ability to help. We want to get them involved, and, and they can. I mean, one of the things that we our folks are going to be is on reading and what better way uh, to focus on reading and have the, our business community our mayor come to our our building the college I mean Mr. Trestle come to our building and read to our kids and they can mm -hmm. understand the importance of it so really building that trust with the community is the, is the beginning and, and improving I mean we're, we're here for one reason and that's to educate kids uh, educate scholars excuse me yes. that's to educate scholars and, and, and that has to be central focus on everything we do how we spend money how we spend our time it has to be focused on how we educate our scholars excellent um, and uh, here's the last one. So, uh, and this is totally frivolous, but um, have you been to Handles yet? I have not. Uh oh. Oh, you, know oh, 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 you have. I've not okay. been to Handles, but I have had Handles. Okay. So I had, I, okay. I had All right. That's somebody, I had dinner with somebody at their house, and I had Handles. And you know what? <laughs> I don't like chocolate ice cream, but I it love butter pecan ice cream. She brought me chocolate. Pecan ice cream. That was the best ice cream I ever had in my life. And I won't say that because my, 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 my old favorite um, ice cream place was in Traverse City. It's called Moomers. So okay. if, you, if you ever go to Traverse City, there's an ice cream place called Moomers. In Moomers, the ice cream is fresh. They have the cows that they make the ice cream with right on site. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, hopefully this doesn't get back to the people. It was the best ice cream I ever had, and it was good. It was really good. Well, uh, next time next time we chat with you, uh, I'm going to ask you again, and 
uh, we'll need to have like that that favorite flavor locked locked down. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means I gotta make multiple <laughs> trips. That's right. right. Yeah, right. you gotta sustain the local economy with those ice cream trips. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what's, there's a pizza place here. Someone in Cleveland told me there was a pizza place. Oh, there's a lot of pizza places, but they're probably oh, yeah. talking Which about one? Wedgwood. You think they're talking about Wedgwood? Wedgwood. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna find yeah. out. So next time, I'll make sure that I know, and I'm gonna tell you I tried the pizza. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, that'll be a special episode of the School of You podcast where we just talk about all the 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 the, the, the foods and um, explore the culture. Yeah. The culture so the, of Youngstown. Yeah. The culture of the, the city of you. There we go. Yeah. Maria, right? Yeah. Oh, Maria. <laughs> yep. She's buying. Yep. Yep. Cool. Well, uh, it was great meeting you, and thank you for being here. And your service to our our students and, and the schools. Just, and the same to you, Maria. We're just thankful he landed here. Hey everyone, this is RJ Thompson. Thank you for tuning in to the School of You podcast, presented to you by Turning Technologies, YSU OEA, and Youngstown City School District. To learn more about the School of You, go to ycsd.org. That's Youngstown City School District website, ycsd.org. Thanks for tuning in.